Good day. This is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman. I'm excited to get our discussion started in regards to planning for 2021. And this is part two. So if you have not listened to part one, I would advise that you pause this and go to the prior podcast so you can be caught up on our discussion on planning for this year. And secondly, if you want deeper details about some of the the pieces of the subjects I'm talking about today, you can get your copy of Christian Warrior Woman, Taking Back Your Faith, Family, and Future on Amazon. That's probably the easiest way, or you can download it in Kindle as well. So we left off talking about the importance. And I also gave you some references on some planning tools that you can use. So I gave you a couple of days. So I'm hoping you guys have, whether you've got yours on your tablet via an app, or you've ordered some of the other um, physical books to use, it's time for us to continue on the conversation of why planning is important. I think you would agree, whether you watch the news or in the workplace or keeping up in regards to this virus, that 2021 is going to be an important year. One, I think, from a believer standpoint, that this is a year of influence. We have been quiet in many instances, or we've been loud and vocal, possibly on the right side or the wrong side. But it's time that we be that light on a hill. It's time that we draw people to Christ, not push people away, not... um, Worry about what side we're on, but worry about being on the side of the word and the side of Christ. Who still exhibited love via every lash, via every moment, moment, excuse me, of torture. He still was the son of God. He still had the power to change his circumstances, but he knew his purpose. And I think as we look to be more like Christ, we have to remember that struggle is in our purpose. Life brings times of struggle, but it doesn't change our purpose. And because we're fleshly and because we live in a world that keeps reminding us of trying to be perfect, our struggle is in wondering who we are, what our purpose is, where we're going. And we need to stop. We need to plan. And we need to accept nothing short of being successful. So... Think about your life right now. Too many people that I talk to and 
even in myself, I have found you get caught up, you know, we call it the rat race, but we get caught up in sleeping, going to work, reading about other people's exciting life or the life we would dream of on social media and eating. And we do this every day. Every day. We get up, we eat, we work, we sleep, we complain, we want someone else's life, and we go and do it again the next day. I don't know about you, but at some point in there, life should be about more than that. And okay, some of you have children, so we'll throw in and we take care of and run errands for our kids. But the reason you're watching everyone else's exciting life is because we all want to succeed and we all want to have a dream life or a life that's better than the one we have. So this year, you can choose to influence by talking less and accomplishing and doing more. And the way to do that is via having a plan. When we talk about um, success, success is measurable. You know, life functions via law, via order, via process. And if you think about your life or areas where you may have failed, you may find that several things were probably out of order, not predicted or thought about. And you dealt with the situation as it as it came to you. Well, I would tell you that God is committed to your success. God's word is true. When we are successful, we fulfill not only the word, but the work that God knitted in your mother's womb. You know, as believers, we talk about wanting to be a good follower of Christ, a good Christian, of having power, authority. All those words sound good. But how do we activate those things in our lives if we don't plan and if we don't move in an orderly manner? God is a God of order, not chaos, not confusion, not um it it not nervousness, not anxiety. That's not the power that God gave you. God made you with all the capability. He also gave us a manual, which is the Bible, which reveals your identity, your power, and your potential, with examples of how others through their faith, were successful and laid the foundation of the faith that we believe in today. So let me read you a couple of scriptures 
that kind of share what God has said about you, that in your developing your plan, you need to grab hold of or memorize or really choose to believe these words. I don't want you to believe what your teacher said, what maybe even a parent said about you're, have, you know, you're lacking potential or lacking smarts or even a spouse or a boyfriend. Remember, they are just people. But God made you, created you, knitted your talents and skills within you. And many of them, you haven't even scratched the surface yet to understand how you're fully operational. I'll give you an example of, I'll use myself with an Apple computer or an Apple tablet. You know, we like all these high-tech kind of things and phones, but to be quite honest, I use most of the basic skills. Hey, I know how to, how to make a phone call, how to text, how to message, how to go in social media, and... I may know a little bit more stuff because I've been I've been learning it and reading about it or YouTubing about what I can do. But on a whole, for my phone can do has way more potential than I may ever exhaust. But for the person who wants to feel and receive and and experience the fullness of this cell phone. They're going to choose to max it out. Maybe they'll play games on it. Maybe they'll download PowerPoint um, presentations. Maybe they'll write out a PowerPoint presentation on the phone. Maybe they'll do Zoom calls and, you know, have side-by-side, you know, presentation here and writing notes on the other side. There's a ton of things that I'm incapable of of accessing because I haven't maybe had the need to use it or haven't, or maybe this fear of venturing into something new. But are we not like that in many cases with God? We might check the box of going to church on Sunday, maybe pray over our food and pray in time of crisis. But there's a whole lot more to a relationship with God than those few checkpoints. So I really want you to challenge yourself when you're thinking about this plan of what your desire is in your relationship from God. Maybe it's to to witness miracles. Maybe it's to understand how to love. Maybe to forgive. There are all so many areas and so many things on life. Maybe it's how to be a good parent, how to be a good wife or a good husband. Right. Maybe how is it to get my whole family saved? You know, I'm giving you spiritual plans, but they are business plans, too. How to advance in your career, in your job, but do it in conjunction with your faith in God. Maybe it's growing, um, starting your own business, being an entrepreneur. But I'm going to read a couple of scriptures that I want you to lay hold to. First Peter two nine, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, 
God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Well, into his wonderful light is not unemployed. It's not sickly. It's not um, depressed, right? We have to engage our faith to believe beyond our circumstances. Amen. What I like about this um, verse, Acts thirteen thirty six, says, Now David had served God's purpose in his own generation. He fell asleep. He was buried with his ancestors and his body decayed. What I like about this first part of verse 36 is that David had served God's purpose in his own generation. Wow, what a statement to be made. I want when I breathe my last breath to know that I have maximized and have served um, God's purpose and also had wonderful, fabulous experiences. My husband and I talked about this recently and I literally joked with him. I said, can you name all the things that I would list as things I've done that I never expected doing? And I started, and he, he named a couple that he could name. And then I, named, I said, you forgot about that. You forgot about that. And then he jokingly said to me, you need to create a list so I'll remember. I said, wait a minute. What are you trying to say? You think I'm going before you, so you'll have to remember the list? And we joked about it. But it is so true, as this word state, that when we leave, I think when we know we have fulfilled our purpose in life, have lived a full life, it, it's a very different experience for our family, our friends, versus when we feel that we didn't know what our purpose was. And I think too many people leave life unfulfilled or live life unfulfilled and not knowing who they are, what their potential is, what their power was, or were they in line with God's purpose. If we look at Galatians 1.16, For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. You are part of what's been created and you can read in Genesis that God, after he created the heavens and the earth and man said, these are good. So no matter how bad your circumstances have been prior to 2021, you were born for a purpose that would bring goodness to this generation, to your family. When we look at Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. You know, I have to focus on what he says about me, because as I just mentioned, 
when we think about our purpose with God and the order of things in life, it's based on what he said about me, not what others said about me. So I want you to focus on many people will tell you what they're going to do. You check with them a week later or a month later, and they haven't done it yet. So what was the first thing that you were asked to do in the podcast before this? It was to get a planner. So we have to start with the order of what was step one in your journey was to get a planner and to begin to look at, I think one of the things I found that was key, if you actually just monitor what you spend time on each day for three days and just look at where the wasted time is, that you could be planning a business, planning on how to save, planning on buying a house, planning on your children's education, planning on maybe a second career for yourself. You will find maybe taking classes online. You will find that the time is there. It's just not planned properly. It's just not organized and it's not benefiting you to just let time and hours and days go by without a purpose and a plan behind them. Because you'll wake up and life and years will be passing you by and you would have had the opportunity that you're losing out on experiences of joy, of happiness, of success, of praise to God for um, bringing forth the manifestations of the things he has in store for you. So, less talking and more doing. You know, when Paul, you know, Paul stated in the New Testament that I have finished my course. I've kept the faith. Do we not want to say those words? Those words come from him living out a plan for God, a plan for discipleship. So purpose and destiny equals personal success. So many of you and I know in the healing room, people always ask these couple of questions and you may have asked them yourself. And the only way to get answers to them is through prayer, through reading the word and through living out life with faith, doing things unimaginable with God will help you answer these couple of questions. And I'm sure, as myself, you've asked this question, who am I? Well, when you read the Bible, you find out who you are. God tells you who you are beyond your ethnicity of being Italian, African-American, Russian, Jewish. Outside of that, you will understand who you are, who Christ created you to be. Where am I from? That's another question you will understand. That the Lord, the word tells you that the Lord knew you 
before the creation of the earth. Well, golly, I always say, where was I? <laughs> and then you're like, why am I here? I, I'm sure every person listening to this right now has asked the question, why am I here? Especially you ask that when you're in times, you feel times of misery, times of when things aren't working. You ask, well, what am I here for? It doesn't seem like things are working in my favor. Hmm. We come back to order. We come back to your relationship with God. We come back to a plan. Yes, can plans fail and can plans fall through? But as I said in the podcast prior, that doesn't stop us from getting up, dusting ourselves off, and continuing on our plan. Because many of the plans, we can run into stumbling blocks, hindrances. But does that stop us? It shouldn't. And when we talk about, you know, who I am, why am I here, we spend so much time watching other people share who they are, where they're going. And we contribute with our money to their destiny. We watch other people who have plans. People on TV, there's a plan. There's a script that they're following. Reality TV, it ain't reality. It's reality they're creating to get you to watch their reality while your reality is focused on trying to look like someone, change who your change your uniqueness by whether it's through surgery, through buying someone else's clothes so that you look like someone else wearing someone else's makeup or hair color. Do you get that instead of you finding out who you are, you've studied someone else to have, I had someone, I think I might have mentioned this before, I had someone who said, oh, I need to get surgery to get lips just like yours. I told them, no, don't do that. Keep the lips you were supposed to have. Keep the hips you were supposed to have. You don't need to take fat from one part to put in another part to look like someone else. I've owned a hair salon and I've had men and women who come in with pictures to look like someone else. I said, well, how about the variation of that style to flatter you? You don't need to be them. You can't. Your beauty is different than their beauty. Be who you are supposed to be. So when people tell me they don't have time, they don't have. Yes, you do. Just look at how much time you spend on your cell phone. Listening and keeping up on someone else's life instead of your own. Where am I going? Well, let's stop watching where other people are going and focus on where you are going. You can't go anywhere without a plan. If you're going to take a trip, a drive to, I live in Georgia, if I'm going to drive to Asheville um, to build more estates, I have to plan on how to get there. I have to plan on how long I'm going to be there. How much do I want to spend? Where am I going? What hotel am I going to stay in? I've got to fill my car up with gas. 
Where am I going to get the gas? Is my car capable of driving four hours? Do I need to rent a car? We are living by a plan every day for our basic needs, for the things we do. So why not have a plan for your success? Okay? So when, we, when we're talking about where am I going, you're talking about your destiny. You can't wish your destiny. You can't hope for your destiny. You need a plan in order to keep hope alive. <laughs> you need that planner. I hope you have it. So trying to be yourself is the job that the planner will help you organize. It'll help you discover. Allocating prayer time on your planner. Reading your Bible on your planner. You know, some people want to give you or read a chapter or read a this. I'm telling you that I have read a sentence or just a verse that has had enough for me to meditate, pray on, press through for a long period of time. What's key is that it's a journey. And too many people want the destiny to be tomorrow. But this is a lifelong um, plan for your life of success. We don't want the plan for just today or for 30 days because it's January. But we want a plan and I develop healthy habits for our spiritual life. We live in a trying time that can we can be drawn to just watch things that are successful or unsuccessful or painful or hurtful or hateful things, racism or whatever that's on TV. Or we can focus on God's purpose for our lives. It doesn't mean that we're not aware of what's going on in the world, but it's not taking up the majority of our day and our time. And it's not taking you away from what you're called to do today, tomorrow, and the next day. So, what can you do? First is understanding the power you have as a believer. Not letting, as I mentioned earlier, what other people have said about you, what other circumstances have left you in different dilemmas. But it's a new year, a new day, and a new opportunity, and a new hour, and a new level of faith that you can operate in. The only opinion that I care about is God's opinion. I can't live by other flawed people's opinion of me, even in the area of faith. Some people choose to live believing that other people are going to save their destiny. A husband, a boyfriend, a politician, whoever. Only God is going to reveal my destiny. And so the benefits 
of starting your planner with prayer, starting your day earlier, writing out and giving yourself time frames of when you're going to get things done. You don't have to start out with what you're doing at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. You know what? Give yourself a range. You know if you have lunch at 12 to 1, you have lunch. Put down the things that you know for sure. What time you have to be up. What time you have to be to work. What time you've got to get your kids or whether it's certain bills that you pay on certain times. Put on your planner the things that are definites. Then look at your day and allocate. This is where my hour of prayer, meditation, my workout. This is time that I may have to volunteer or serve. This is time where I have time to start working on um, starting maybe a business, writing a book, journaling. This is a time for me to relax and ride that treadmill or walk that treadmill. I shouldn't say ride the treadmill, run or walk that treadmill. So that when you go to bed at night, you will feel like when you check those things off, you will say, wow, accomplished. Mission accomplished for this day. And as I mentioned on the prior about giving yourself grace, if you had five things you're supposed to do and you got three done, hey, give yourself grace. Tomorrow's another day. If you got two, you got them done. But notice the pattern of where your time is that available. For me, one of the things that I had on mind was improving my health. And one is improving my sleep. I got a Fitbit that measures my sleep pattern. And the night before last, out of the last two weeks, was my best sleep, that my sleep was below my resting heart rate for 94% of my sleep time. That's a win for me. That's one of the things that I want to accomplish. But that right there is going to affect my, the way I function in the day, my state of mind, my memory retention, my attitude. And so when you look at looking at what are the goals that you are achieving for yourself, they don't necessarily have to be different every day. But whatever it is, the two or three, I wouldn't get into going after five things because the goal is you want to you want to succeed. Maybe it's eating healthier. Maybe it's finding joy, finding things you love to do, taking up a hobby and making room for that hobby. Maybe it's deciding to read books in a subject area. I'm a history lover. And maybe it's deciding that every week you want to read a history book in a certain area. We're all different and we have all different interests. So I want you to pray and dive into your interest. Maybe yours is truly understanding who you are through the word. That's a year's journey right there. That's a life journey. But beginning it, you have to start. 
So I want you to look at this week, now that you have your planner, on looking at the patterns of when you sleep, when your wake hours, what you do in your wake time. And when you look at those waste hours of maybe you sit and watch news for three hours. Did you really need to watch news for three hours? Are they not saying the same thing every 30 minutes? Maybe it's reading. Maybe an hour of that time is allocating. Maybe you're watching TV shows. I always have to remind myself, is, uh, who's more important, me watching them on TV or watching myself be successful in my life? Watching myself achieve a goal. It'll help you. I have learned so much about myself doing things I thought would be too hard for me to do. One I want to share with you before I go is things that you may not have been good at as a youth. You may be very successful at today. Maybe you weren't a good student. Maybe you weren't good in math. Maybe you weren't good in science. But who knows? Maybe hormones in your life circumstances and in your family unit of growing up wasn't the best. Maybe you didn't have enough food or nutrition on a daily basis. That you might find what teachers and others thought you weren't good at that today as a 30-year-old woman or 40-year-old woman or 60-year-old woman, you may be excel at. The idea of being a teacher or getting your degree, you might think, oh, I'm not smart enough to do that. Guess what? You may be mature enough and with the Holy Spirit, you have capables far beyond what you can imagine. So wouldn't it be great to start today with giving yourself a goal and putting it in your planner of getting there each day slowly? Maybe it's to eat better. Maybe it's to achieve something that you thought impossible. What joy and happiness and what praise of God would you have in doing that? So this is part two of you drilling down to understanding that a plan can help you understand who you are, why you're here, and where you're headed. Because you're really asking for your identity and your purpose. And that comes from God. So in your daily plan, You need it to include God. You need that prayer closet. You need that war room where you can go in and complain about your boss from that day or complain about your wayward children or your husband. But you need your time. You are worth the investment. Because you're no good to anyone else until you know the power and strength that you have to impact your world. So God bless you.
Have a great day. And when we talk again, you'll be further along on this journey. And remember, you'll have some tough days, but it's okay because there's always tomorrow. God bless you, and I pray safety over you and your family, and I pray that the blood of Jesus covers each and every woman and man that hears this message. Lord, I thank you for every listener. I thank you for everyone who supports and shares and likes this podcast. I pray, God, that they fulfill their purpose, that they reach out to you to find out more about who they are and the power that they have and the glory that they can bring the name of Jesus by living out that purpose. You're a warrior, and I pray, God, that they fight for every opportunity to better themselves and their family. In Jesus' name, amen.